Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Breakup Already podcast. You are listening to episode 12. I am your host, Grant Buckner, and as always, I'm with my wife, Carolyn Buckner. Carolyn, say hello. Hello. Um, so last week, we were whining and complaining that you guys have just not been sending in any listener mail, uh, but we have some this week because you listened and you care, and I appreciate that. Um care hasn't read any of it nope um and we do have some doozies i i've like started saying that unironically in early episodes i was like man that's like a really white thing to say <laughs> <laughs> a doozy but i was like you know what that's probably why i didn't realize you were ever saying it ironically yeah, it's just that's just it's part just of my language. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? I, that's just going to be the, the word that we use on the podcast for wild stories. People send us their doozies, mm. and that's fine. I just hear duty. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very different word. It's a doozy. Yeah. It's actually a pretty fun word when you isolate it and just say doozy. So. I bet, you know, how we, Rowan really likes the word booty. Mm-hmm. If you say it, we could say doozy instead. It makes me go booty. <laughs> he just likes high-pitched noises. You don't have to say booty. <laughs> he just you likes, choose to say booty. He just likes booty. He's a baby. <laughs> he hasn't said, I like the word booty. Please say it. Um, the first quote-unquote listener mail that we have uh, is just another question that I asked on Instagram, but I got mm-hmm. some good responses from so i said okay ladies of instagram what's the craziest behavior you've seen from a guy who has expressed interest in you so not necessarily like someone you were actually dating etc etc but should i stare share my story at some point sure um I mean, this is just off the top of my head. Do I know this story no because it it was just like a random guy that came up to me in the student union gotcha. and he like every time I like looked up for my book he was looking at me was he sitting yeah like we were in the student union reading and he like comes up to me and like asks me out and um I said like that's really kind of you but I have a rule where I don't go out with people that I've never met before. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go out with strangers. And he says, I knew I was too old for you. <laughs> and I was like, I literally just gave you, like, a very... I mean, I was a freshman. Yeah. He was an undergrad student. Yeah. So it's like, the max you are it's is, like, like three years, years older, older than, than me. me. Yeah, that's super weird. And so I just was like... No, I don't. <laughs> That's not it. That's I. I just I've that. never met you before, and I yeah. don't go out with strangers. I literally just gave you like a very straightforward and logical reason, and you came out with I knew I was too old for you. I, don't, I feel like I could probably overanalyze that and f- try to figure out why he said it, but I don't care enough. Like, I just, <laughs> I just thought it was I was so... going to commend him for being direct because fellas in the audience, 
what are your options? Yeah. You know, like women for the most part aren't going to ask you out. They're yeah. just not. And so like if you are wanting to date a woman, <laughs> probably you're going to have to ask her. Yeah. Um and if you see someone that you're you you might never see again and you're yeah. like, but we're but it's a reasonable scenario that you could go out like, right. hey, we're both Airport, students at UNC. Right, or yeah, like you're on a plane and someone's like, well, we all, both live in Raleigh, obviously. Yeah. Like, I could say, like, would you want to get drinks at wherever sometime? Yeah. Like, you can do that. I, I, what do you think about that? I personally think that seems fine. You have to read the room, Yeah, I, think, I mean, he was but... really... I mean, he asked me Obviously, out his very... follow-up, not okay. Right, But right. just like, if, it, until... if he had just been like... Totally understand. Have a good day. Yes. Like, I was, I was not offended. Right, I right, wasn't right. creeped out by him. Right. I just said, like, I was, like, 18 years old, mm-hmm. and I just was like, I just don't go out with people unless I've met them through friends or some way. And, um, and, I, and uh, yeah, she, then he just, and yeah, he could have just been, like, I just gave him the nicest out. Like, it's not you. You can stay. It's not... Yeah, it's right. just that I do not know you, and then he made it so yeah, weird. Yeah, that's that's weird. Well, and hey, it's that's an easy scenario to see. Oh, if I spent any more amount of time with this guy, yeah, his weirdness would just continuously uh, expose. I just remembered. Also, he could not remember my name in that five minute conversation. He like asked me my name, and then that like, conversation was five minutes. I mean, no, <laughs> but he like asked me my name. And, like, you know when I get uncomfortable, I kind of, like, laugh a little bit. I think that was very distracting to him. <laughs> I think Because of, he immediately, like, within uh, 40 seconds, forgot my name. It's making me think of... Like, you're asking me out, you can't remember my name, and you just told me that you're too old for me. <laughs> like, you started out strong, <laughs> and it really went downhill. It's like when Jessica Day goes to that wedding with Nick to make his ex-girlfriend jealous, Caroline. Yeah. And she pretends to not be able to remember her name because, like, oh, Nick has never mentioned you. Yeah. You're so relevant. <laughs> She's like, Carol, Carolou? <laughs> Caroline? I'm... I give up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing to you. He was just like, oh, it just matters so little to me if you yeah. actually say yes. What's your name again? I don't yeah. care. I don't know. It and it was matter. before I said no, and I just was like... Carolou? <laughs> That one always gets me. She just made up, just made up a name that doesn't exist. Oh man, Mean Girl, not Mean Girls. What am I saying? New Girl is so yeah. funny. Okay, well that's that's the story that I don't know if it's the weirdest thing, but it's the one that I thought of. But I'm excited well, to hear other people. So it's funny that you bring that up because this one's not that crazy, and I will say it is from my teenage sister. Um, it's not a guy that went up to her, but she said my friend had been asked out by a guy who sent his friend to ask her out for uh, him. I know, yes. Worst. So I wanted to bring it up, even though it's not, like, a crazy story, because she's, like, what, 16? Like, yeah. men will do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but it's it's a very teenage thing to do, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell a girl, like, if a guy does that, say no. If they're yeah. a teenager, because like yeah. that's a teenage thing to do. When it's a twenty-five but, year old, yeah. Say but no. when it's a grown man, when it's a thirty-five year old, like guys, seriously, they just they do it forever. Yeah. And I'm not. I I've never understood the reason. You remember when we were at 
Brugaloo oh, and we were facing yeah. different ways and so the guy didn't know that I was with you. Yes. And, and he came up and said my friend thinks My you're friend cute. thinks you're cute yeah. and I said that's I'm nice. Literally with I'm, my husband. I'm <laughs> And then he looks and he's, and you like whipped around so fast when that guy approached me and he goes, oh, is this your boyfriend? And I said, that's my husband. And he goes, your husband? And then just walks away. Yeah. Which is, he act incredulous as if like, how could you be married? Yeah. Which is like, you look at least 27. How old do you think she is? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think you're asking someone too young out? uh, Maybe his friend was a lot younger than he was. I don't know. Yeah. But but I um, just, we all just laugh the guys you're with because you whipped around. Yeah. So fast when that guy came up to me. Well, it's just, it just never happens. I guess maybe you just. The way we were standing. Look single anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I mean, you have your wedding ring on almost all the time i'm sure i'm so rarely once in a while i forget mine because i mine i really don't like wearing mine all day yeah like especially at night i always take it off i know a lot of people just like sleep in it shower i I always sleep in the rubber ones but yeah i mean even my silicone ones i just feel like i don't know like my finger gets sweaty and i just don't want to have it on especially because like not even sweaty like you wash your hands there's water underneath it now and it's like that i I want that to dry Anyway, but yeah, so that is going to happen for all of the younger people out there. It's always going to happen when you are no longer a teenager. I think it is appropriate to say absolutely not. Yeah. Um, or I, just say if he wants to go out with me, he can ask me himself. I had a similar situation. This seemed more appropriate. I was I was eating at a restaurant and it wasn't our waitress, but a different waitress, like, said the waitress over there thought you were really cute. This is her phone number if you're interested in texting her. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm That's with fair. my family. Yeah. <laughs> this is super weird. I was with my mom and I think two little sisters, which yeah. made it weird. But at the same time... Hey, shoot your shot. Like, well, (laughs) she wasn't... Firstly, if she had been our waitress, that would have been weird. And also would have been weird if she had approached our table because she's, A, working. Yeah. And you might make a uh, customer uncomfortable. But B, like, I was with my mom and sister, so, like, what is she going to do? Say, like, hey, this is super awkward. You're with your family, but, like, do you want to go out? (laughs) You at restaurants with your mom. They either think you're married. (laughs) To my mother. Or that I'm interested in and i didn't even know what waitress she was talking about yeah like you could have called her maybe I you could have different children right now (laughs) maybe maybe i would have been more interested in saying yes but i i don't surely i didn't live because i was in i was in mooresville visiting Uh, so i probably it it may have been like when i was still looking for a job after college but i i think i was just home visiting so i was like i live in raleigh so um okay what I just lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that one up, even though it wasn't crazy. So, this one, different listener, he talked about marriage and kids on the first date. And no, there was not a second date, she said. Well, in what context? Like, I want to get married and have kids someday, or like... I think more so, like... If we got married. Yes. Like, 
their potential future. And she said she was 18 at the time. <laughs> so yikes all around. Yeah. Um, and they were Baptist? I'm just uh, joking. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do happen to know that off the top of my head. Um, Nothing against Baptists. No, I, I, I actually, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know his situation. I know that, I know that she is, but, um, okay, this is all, this is all one person. The next okay. one's a different listener. Uh, so liking you when you're not interested and then not being interested when you like them, <laughs> which again, I don't think it's like a crazy thing that a guy has done, but it is a very frustrating thing, yeah. but you know, real because you can lose interest in somebody yeah. and it can, you guys cannot be on the same wavelength and that's probably means that you're not supposed to be together, but, uh, guilt tripping you into talking to them, saying uh, they drove two and a half hours to see you, which is a hard no. Do not let them come in and see you because that's stalker behavior. Yeah. That's manipulation saying like, I drove two and a half hours to come see you. It's like, I told you not to. Yeah. I told don't, you I didn't want to see you. Don't come in. Yeah. I'm calling the police. <laughs> that's the only appropriate response to that situation. Um, call you from Google voice numbers to talk to you. That's creepy. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. I imagine it's some way to like circumvent them being blocked. Google voice numbers. Yeah. It must be like, you know, call this number. Yeah. F- from Google. That's so weird. It's creepy. Um, yeah, okay. Call you from Google voice numbers after you blocked them. Mm. <laughs> it was a separate line. Now, now I see it. And then the last one is message you on LinkedIn and Facebook and email after you blocked them. <laughs> Didn't you just... Suck we, about... You were talking about cheating via cheating LinkedIn. Via LinkedIn. <laughs> but also messaging you via LinkedIn. I saw... I swear that happened to one of my friends. I saw a video of I think it was on Barstool like forever ago where it was like some girl had created like a fantasy account for to like message her ex via like ESPN's <laughs> website <laughs> so it's like you're you're like using so like funny. the fantasy app yeah and she can like find his username and send him a message and it's like you're crazy yeah you're legit crazy and guys Don't call girls crazy (laughs) because (laughs) it's not fair. It's often not true. That is crazy behavior. If you've blocked her and she found you via fantasy football. I've also seen finding you via like your gamer tag on like Xbox Live. (laughs) Good news for you. I have no idea how any of that works, yeah. and I don't even know if you have a gamer tag. I imagine neither do they, and they have to figure it out. <laughs> I don't even... Well, I guess you don't play a lot of online I have stuff. one, and you could send me a message, but like, I don't even know that I could tell you my name off the top of my head, because I don't. I, <laughs> I have to I call play, up your old high schoolers. Yeah, I play... What's his gamer tag? Yeah, you could you could ask a couple of them. They, they do follow me, but... um. Maybe like he's never gotten on before. I, he's not gonna see your message. I just play one player games almost exclusively, so I just have no reason to interact with other people. Yeah. Um okay. This one was in response to something a listener wrote in a couple weeks ago. So I said it was when the the best man bailed 
on the mm-hmm. wedding that he was in. And I said, wow, it's like the craziest wedding related mishap mm-hmm. I think I've heard. And a friend of mine who's also a listener messaged me and said, do you not remember the wedding you were best man? <laughs> and I was like, I, I do vaguely remember the story you're talking about. Like, I remember the wedding, yeah. of course, but like this particular story she was talking about, I was like, I do remember that. I cannot remember the specifics. Jog my memory. This is the wedding that I yeah, you were out, of town. out on. It was so annoying because like, it's it's the only, I've been in a ton of weddings. It's the only wedding I've been best man in and she couldn't go. And I was like, <laughs> no. Like well, the one I... wedding I really need somebody to, I mean like, it was good because I knew so many people in the wedding wedding party so it wasn't like a huge deal but I was just like the best man looks like a loser Mm -hmm. because I wasn't we weren't married yet we were getting married in like two months and so I like wasn't even wearing a ring or anything I just looked like you know he doesn't even have a date. Always, he couldn't even find a date always the bridesmaid never the bride (laughs) I'm just like anyway yeah you weren't there so I should have brought bought you a diamond I'm sorry (laughs) it's fine um so we will call the groomsman who's giving the speech, Sam. Okay. And we will call the groom, Ted. Okay. So my friend telling the story, um, I guess small trigger, trigger warning for assault, nothing happens. But anyway. Did I read this to you already? Okay. So one of the last groomsmen to speak was Ted's friend from high school. Um, We'll call him Sam. Sam shared that everyone has been saying such great things about Ted, but that he wanted to give an anti-toast. Okay. And share some... (laughs) I thought for sure you were going to say anecdote. No. Anti-toast. The opposite of like, this guy's great. Okay. (laughs) And the opposite of that. For the groom the night before his wedding. (laughs) Um, And share some less than desirable traits that Ted has. He started telling the story of when they had gone on a ski retreat in early high school. White people. And they had a long day skiing and were tired. So they went back to their room to sleep before everyone else had. And and private school, I should say. Um, Ted was on a top bunk and Sam was on a bottom bunk. And they were 14, 15? Uh, it doesn't say, it just says they were in high school. Okay. So they could have been 17 for all I know. But um, after they had turned the lights out, the ski instructor's son, who was home from college, came into their room and, according to Sam, tried to wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> what? He said he was so caught off guard and stunned he didn't know what to do, and Ted, being on the top bunk, just sat there in silence and didn't do anything. Um, Sam went on to say that while Ted was a great guy, sometimes he was a silent bystander, and Sam hoped he would stand up for his wife more than he stood up for him in high school. <laughs> Not, again. Why would you? Sam just Sam just got him off of him, and he left. And I think maybe he said something to the effect of, like, he seemed drunk, and so, like, maybe he thought it was his room, but it wasn't. I don't know, but why is that a why does that I, need to be brought up? I don't know. Like he just has like a I, chip on I his shoulder. I don't about even it. think Ted knew. No, and no, no. I, the delivery was was all him being humorous. Like he was definitely okay. just trying to be funny the whole time. 
I just want to like share with you that like I hope you stand up more for your wife. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's weird, and I think it's probably in poor taste. To I mean, like, and don't you know? I've like poked fun at friends giving toasts at rehearsal dinners and stuff before. Whole speech. Oh no! Yeah, no, I can't imagine. Is that story? Is just, just yeah. But so. She's, she says a couple of comments. <laughs> she has one through four. Um, why was this guy thinking to give a toast about bad character traits as a, at a wedding rehearsal? I cannot. Two, Ted didn't remember the story. <laughs> and Ted's parents were clearly horrified. It was quite the story to share. Uh, three, Sam clearly did not realize at all that someone tried to maybe assault him, which is a whole other topic to delve into. And I said, white guys face so little adversity that they don't even know when it's actually happening to them. She thought that was funny. Um, and apparently I leaned over to her and said, hashtag me too, am I right? Because it was like, this guy was so unaware of the yeah. fact that he was maybe experiencing essay at the time um but she said it took everything in her not to start laughing on the spot during yeah <laughs> it's speech well, i'm glad that he was safe and it wasn't a traumatic experience oh for yeah him. no absolutely i am just trying to imagine and he's the look on the he's a he's he's kind of crazy like in a he's very has a lot of manic energy yeah and he's like that all the time he's exhausting yeah. i don't know how <laughs> like He's really, he seems like a nice guy. He's kind of a tool, but like yeah. a nice guy. But I was just like, I don't know how you could be. I don't know. I could never be friends with yeah. this dude. I feel I like I would probably ignore it just because, yeah, story. I would be like, he's just making noise. Like, I'm going to stay asleep. Like this, <laughs> that that's what he does. He makes noise. Why would I, uh, why would I bother with this? faces. <laughs> Which I can visualize <laughs> since I know the parents and yeah, yikes. Um, but there is a, another story, this one I did not know, um, and I, yeah, okay, so, <laughs> so from the same wedding, n- no, 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 oh, okay, this one is a doozy that I'm, from a different person, okay, okay, different listener, I, that story's over, had, yeah, that, that is, I mean, there's more I could talk about that, that yeah. wedding, but no, that is the end of that story. Um, so a different listener wrote in this about somebody she knows. So she said, I also have a friend who's a lot older than me who was married to a man who was a pilot. Her dad got sick and she came down to North Carolina to help take care of him. But they lived in Michigan. She went back one weekend to surprise him, and he wasn't there, but she found a ton of women's clothing and, like, makeup everywhere. But she finds out that he's not seeing other women. Even though it's not her clothes and not her makeup, it's just that he has been lying to her and living some secret double life in drag okay (laughs) so she said this is like the mid-2000s just for like what what's the word for reference for to you know context context thank you um and i'm just so okay 
the, my mind went several places. I was like, firstly, did this person ever transition that you know of? She said no. So like definitively not He's like a trans a person. That... Some guy dressing in drag. Yeah. Why? But it, and so like, that's like not even, that's not even my main question. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's lots of reasons people do drag. Yeah. He, the, my question is, why is he, so, so the, the biggest kicker here is that, he, so she said he was a pilot. Mm-hmm. He was not at that time actively piloting. She thought he was. He used it as an excuse to be gone a lot. Oh. I know. Because the drag thing is like, okay, he is still nervous about telling yeah, her. She, like, I understand worried. that's a secret. There's a million reasons that's a secret. But, yeah. But, but what are you, what is, what is the scenario that you're... Like, what are you doing when you're gone? Right. Because also, pilots make money. Yeah. Like, very decent money. And even if he was, like, you know, a part-time, like, personal pilot or, like, whatever, doing, like, little tiny side gigs, you're you're still making money. Right. So, like, the bank accounts would have to keep getting enough money that she wasn't suspicious. Yeah. Like, enough money that it looks like he's still working a full-time job. As a pilot. And and that's not easy to make money just doing drag. That kind of money? Absolutely she had not. more context about this? Or is that so as much as she knows? was very young when this happened. And I think maybe this is a friend that she became friends with when she was older. And maybe she told her this story. Okay. But she said she, said she does not have the full tea on this situation. Um, but she is telling me what she knows. Um, she said, I'm a little further removed from this one. So alas, I don't have all the tea, but they are divorced now. Um, she said that they did have a like baby daughter at the time. So not only was he lying about working, he was shirking his father responsibilities and just making her watch their kid. And when he's, and, and maybe, maybe the traveling wasn't exclusively, a part of the drag stuff, but, um, Man. <laughs> but, but she, obviously he was really good at hiding it, but she was like, obviously she was out of town and she had only come up to surprise him. Yeah. So he had gotten not sloppy, but like he just left his stuff out because no one was supposed to be home. Yeah. Um, Man, but but yeah, it says he was legitimately a pilot with a license and everything, but he hadn't actually been flying trips. He had just been using that as an excuse for not being home. Um, And I'm yeah yeah. So, but she said she's remarried now to a really great parentheses and rich. Not that that matters, man. (laughs) So you know it all worked out. And I said, I mean, it doesn't not not matter. Yeah. I said it doesn't not matter. There we go. It wasn't a triple negative. It was just a regular negative. <laughs> um, she said, true enough, she lives in like a million plus dollar house. So, And I just said, secure the yeah. bag. Though now, a million plus dollar house, it's like, what, a 2,000 square foot house in Raleigh? <laughs> I know, right? But with inflation, yeah. if it was a million plus back then. It's true. It's a multi-million dollar house yeah. now. You know what, lady? Good on you yeah. for moving on from this very 
odd situation you were in. Yeah. I just, I do have so many more questions. I was telling this story to somebody else and they were like, you need to have him on your podcast. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, oh, I it's do. It's not even the drag just, that throws me off. No, because it's my like, whole thing is how, how were you, how did you go from having a full-time job that pays well yeah. to not performing that job at all, but maintaining the air that you are working. Yeah. How? Even with, like, even if they had separate bank accounts. Yeah. Like, how? <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand. It's not like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there could have been different streams of income. Maybe he owned, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know, something that was generating revenue, but that, that was the wildest. I feel like he is going through like some like cognitive dissonance in his personality and his desires for his life. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like, I feel like the disappearing for days at a time yeah. very well could have nothing to do with the drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he could have just been out cheating. He could have been out gambling. I yeah. mean, with, with this kind of, like, outlandish secretive behavior, where it's just like you had no clue that yeah. this person's doing this, like, very extreme behavior. Yeah. Then, like, they could be doing anything. He could be on drug benders. Who yeah. knows? People who lie and say they're going to work but they're actually not working why does that feel the scariest to me so i feel like it, it was like almost feels a little unhinged because yeah. like having a job is so much around like your financial security that it's like you're willing to lose this financial security to secretly go do whatever you're doing that's yes. scary that yeah. makes that person seem a little unstable yeah the only time that that seems sad and pseudo normal is when someone's been laid off and they're actively looking for a job but, but they haven't like, told their family and so they're just yeah. like i'm going to work but what they're really doing is going out looking for work right um i hate that because i feel like i've seen that in like s several pieces of media yeah and it just bums me out so yeah. hard Sometimes it's not that they're looking for work. They just, like, got laid off. They don't want to tell their family. And so they just, like, go sit at the library for six hours. <laughs> which is... It's so sad. It does seem... It is sad. And it does sound sad. But it's also, like, are you about to do something dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are you about to, like, kill your family? Um... Because there has there has been some of those situations where any there's there's a family massacre, a homeboy lost his job recently. Like, it's a pattern. It's scary. Don't Google it. We're not talking about this. Anymore. Well, the great it's thing fine. is that you don't have a job. I don't have a a paying normal job. job. <laughs> I don't have a typical nine to five. It's true. I do plenty of work. Yes. Um, well, if you lose your job, please call me and we will call the police to help find our children wherever you left them. Are you talking to me or the listeners? You. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Honey, I lost my job. I don't know where the kids are. Honey, I lost the kids. It's a follow-up to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yeah. except there's nothing sciencey about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's just just a normal we, situation, we... and they wandered off in the grocery store. And they were in the frozen aisle the whole time. <laughs> It's a very short film. Uh, Dawson a couple times has tried to climb into the clothing rack. It's directed by Martin Scorsese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The clothing rack at stores. I'm like, don't do that. I love doing that. Yeah, and then you think your kid is lost. (laughs) I always asked my mom if I could do it because she wanted to know where I was, but she would say yes. Yeah. But he's just too little to... Yeah, he is running away from me in Food Line today going... Don't get me. Don't get me. And then he's running and like looking back behind him and like shrieking and laughing. And it's just like seven o'clock at night at a food line. He's the only kid there. And then he would like turn down an aisle and I'd have to say like, Dawson, mom can't see you. I need to always see you. And he'd like come running back and like peek his head out of the aisle with a crazy smile and almost always run into somebody. (laughs) Oh, he loves running into people. Yeah. It's like his go-to, especially at the grocery store. Doesn't matter what grocery store we're at. (laughs) Doesn't matter how long we've been there. He will run into at least three people because he does not watch where he's going. He does not. I tell him constantly, watch where you're going, watch where you're going because he hits stuff all, he'll just run into a wall and then he'll start crying and I'm like, I want to feel better for you, (laughs) but you just, like, it is human instinct to watch where you're going. Yeah. If you're, especially if you're running <laughs> at a full sprint. Um, we were at Lowe's one time and he was running and I can see this person with a cart coming out of an aisle and they had like something tall in their cart. So I know they're not going to be able to see them. So I said, stop to Dawson so that he would stop and he stops. And then he looks at that person and puts his hand out and goes, stop. And I was like, I'm so, I was not saying stop to you because it looked like I was like, his reaction made it seem like I was telling that guy to stop. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I was just telling him you do not have to stop. (laughs) Well, Well, maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah. The, the toddler seems to think yeah. he should stop. So. He was probably older than my dad, so he just <laughs> thought he was, like, so cute and sweet. Mm. People of all ages think he's so cute he and sweet. He is so cute and sweet, but the sass on that boy. Yeah. It's just getting worse and worse. I, he, I was dropping him off at, like, his summer day camp thing today, and he had his Spider-Man mask with him because he always has his Spider-Man mask with him. I told him to leave it in the car, and he said, no, no way. <laughs> and not entirely sure where he learned no way. He said that all But he the has time. been saying it a lot lately. Um, but then I was like, you're, you're going to lose that at school. And then you won't have it anymore. And he threw it into the car <laughs> immediately. Not like, not, you know, spitefully. Yeah. He like chucked it in the car fearfully. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, daddy knows what's best for you. I was telling my mom today about him saying no It's like way. our relationship with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you need. Yeah. I do. I, you have to stop me or I won't stop talking about <laughs> Um, I was telling my mom today about how he says no way, and she said, I know that you guys say that he doesn't get this from Grant because Grant was like this super easy, sweet kid. She goes, 
but like Grant now. And I was like, it's true. I was like, maybe like genetically he doesn't get this. I was like, but Grant is teaching him how to be sassy. Maybe he just opened that box of sass early. Like I always had it, surely. Yeah. Um, I was like, just put a little bit of me in there with the sass of dad. Maybe his his just came without a lock on it. Yeah. Mine had like a mine had like a don't open until fifth birthday box <laughs> or something on it, but um, yeah, but yeah his his is just unhinged. Yeah, we're hitting that stage of parenting where it's like real parenting and not just making sure they like eat and nap at the appropriate times. It's like okay, well you can't say that anymore and him today when we were like if you keep yelling you have to get out of the bath and then once he realized we were going to take him out of the bath he just was like oh well i have to get out of the bath anyway so i'm just going to keep yelling i'm thinking about that pilot again <laughs> i'm just so like i don't look at our i don't look at our bank accounts very often cuz i don't need to yeah. like the money goes in there mm-hmm. regularly because <laughs> it, it it transfers there. It's a yeah. direct deposit. And then occasionally, if like we need to transfer funds to a different bank account, whatever, like I'll, we'll do that. Yeah. But I'm not checking them regularly as long as like my card continues to work. <laughs> yeah. I I guess I wouldn't look. And so I guess as long as he was putting money in there consistently. And maybe if, so that would make sense, like, if they had savings, he could have been funneling the savings into their regular account. And if he knew her habits, i.e. not looking at their bank account frequently, that could have been the situation. Yeah. (laughs) My brain was, (laughs) my brain was not going to give up on how did he do that? Because I don't understand. Do you think I could pull that on you? Not the drag part, the, the money part? Uh, that depends on how much we have in savings which you know (laughs) (laughs) so you tell me would i notice i mean it depends on how long he was doing it yeah and yeah i think it would take you maybe four months yeah it would probably it would probably take me a while to notice um you would probably notice when we ran out of money completely although every now and then you would get on there i'm you know how observant i am this Mm -hmm. isn't like a this isn't a i'm not praising myself it's a, it's a known thing. I I see everything and I see it too much. I see yeah. too much of everything around me all the time. I, just, I feel that thing's bothering me. Just stop looking yes, at it. I feel like I would notice that you had stopped working a different way before oh, I realized yeah, finance yeah. from the finance. I think I could hide the money from you maybe forever. <laughs> if you were able to continuously hide the fact that we don't have any money somehow and we were just living our normal lives <laughs> that is more power to you i do not care <laughs> i'm gonna say that now if you manage that i do not care um but yeah guys thank you so much for sending in your listener mail yeah i would it's love so fun. to have some more for next week um it seems like asking questions on instagram for like prompts is helpful to you guys yeah uh, so i'll try and be creative with those if you have suggestions for prompts you can send those to me you can just dm them to me on instagram is fine um but as always you can email us at breakupalreadypod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at breakupalreadypodcast. And you, what? No, I said it right. I said it right this time. <laughs> I often switch those, but I'm, I'm positive I said it correctly this time. Um, and then also, uh, we do have merch, and you can find the link to that 
in our Instagram bio. You can also um, find our Patreon there, which I do need to look over um, because I think there were some like settings I was unaware of because I'm new at this. Lay off me. But hey, if you want to just send me money, I'll send you my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the meantime, this has been Breakup Already. I've been Grant Buckner. I've been Carolyn Buckner. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.